0: Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today's going to be a different topic than my usual topics that I speak on weekly on here. And that is how to process your emotions. Now, this is an episode that I've been wanting to record for the longest time, but I just haven't gotten the chance to do it because I've been trying to reverse engineer like how do I process my own emotion so that I can share with you my process and that way you can see how it is going to help you in this weight loss journey. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't even know if this relates to weight loss, it totally does. Let me tell you that because when you're in this weight loss journey, you're going to have a lot of emotions that you're going to experience. You're going to have anxiety around the timeline that you set for yourself. You're going to experience doubts. You're going to experience fear and disappointment. I'm going to list like so many emotions here. Like it could it could be a whole day thing, but I'm just giving you some example. And the number one thing I see is when you don't know how to process those big emotions in your body, it's actually going to show up in the way you eat and how you work out. And so if you are someone that emotionally eats when you don't feel positive, this is an episode for you. It is actually the first step to help you build a better relationship with food so that you can start seeing food as fuel and not something that makes you feel good all the time, right? Now, if you're someone that try to outwork your emotions through exercise, right? By working out hard and sweating and dripping and making sure that like you hit all the calories burned that you want to. That is also a very unhealthy way to view exercise. And when you know how to process your emotions, you're going to show up confidently in the kitchen you're going to show up confidently at the restaurant that you're eating at because you're not worried that you're going to eat too much based off of how you feel and you're not going to be afraid to grab that bag on the kitchen counter because you know you won't indulge in the entire thing just because you've had a very stressful day at work So I want you to visualize that for yourself to see how transformative it is when you learn how to process your emotions. And of course, like the impact of that too, when you work out, right? Because when you're no longer striving to do more and do harder each time to feel better, working out will no longer feel like a chore. It will be a form of a way for you to manage your emotion and that is actually one of the best things that you can do for yourself and your body in this weight loss journey okay and so that's why I'm so hyped up about this episode and that's also why I want to record this because oftentimes I just get asked a lot from my clients of like how do you process your emotion like how do you like go through that process right and of course this is going to look different for everyone because How I process things might not be how you process things, but what I want you to learn from this episode is take the three steps that I'm going to go through and apply that to yourself, and as you do that to yourself, you will naturally learn how to do it your own way you might add another step with it or you might do it a little bit differently than me and you're going to find your own unique flavor and that's the most helpful thing that's actually what one of my client right now pajar is doing like she's processing her emotions so much and she's been having such an amazing journey just by taking care of herself okay so let's get to the step step number one is you have to acknowledge your emotions a lot of times you don't acknowledge them. And this is how you know, you're not acknowledging them when you're in denial and you're feeling bad about how you're feeling, right? So let's say you're having anxiety about when you're going to lose the weight because you have a wedding coming up or you have a vacation and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to meet this deadline. And then you start having anxiety and you start having doubt. And then you're like, well, I shouldn't be feeling this way, right? Like, I can't feel this way. Like, it doesn't make sense for me to feel this. It's not that big of a deal. Like, when you have that kind of narrative in your head, that's actually not acknowledging your feelings at all. You're trying to mask it by staying positive, with the timeline even though the timeline is stressing you out and that's actually where it's going to eventually burst if you don't address it which is the same thing as acknowledging how you are feeling and so that's step number one is whenever you're feeling some type of way like you just don't feel like yourself it's like okay how am I feeling okay list the feeling and then ask yourself why am I feeling this way what do I think caused this feeling And just really let that like sit and just write down in your journal. Or let whatever it is that is coming up in your mind, let it roll and let it just speak itself, right? And really give yourself the permission to be like, oh, so that's why we're feeling that way. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. It's okay to feel that way. And that's actually a very powerful thing to do because it is going to change the way you interact with negative emotion. And the best way to even get to the part of acknowledging your emotion is to really be aware of how it feels like in your body. And so oftentimes when I'm coaching my clients, they're like, oh, I just feel so much anxiety or I'm so mad at my significant other. I always tell them, where do you feel it when you are feeling that emotion? And sometimes they can pinpoint like, oh, I feel it in my chest. Like I can feel like my chest is tightening up, my throat is closing, and I can feel my shoulders lifting. And there's a lot of ways they can describe like how they feel it in their body but how you acknowledge your emotion is by first, like, listening to your body and see, like, where you feel that emotion. And so when I feel anxiety, it's often on my chest. I feel a very heavy weight sitting on it. And it feels like I'm going to have a heart attack, but I'm not going to have a heart attack. It's just very heavy there. And often I'm like, oh, I feel that in my heart. Why do I feel this way? What's causing me to feel this way? What I think it is. And when you can answer those questions and you acknowledge it, the second step is really to allow it. And you allow the emotion to work through your body by telling yourself, it's okay for me to feel this way. It makes sense why I feel this way. When I was coaching one of my private clients, she was talking about how. Her husband didn't want to like cook at home and he always wanted to eat out and she was trying to cook at home because she was trying to save more money and she just wanted to get more confident with her portioning and so she wanted to try these new recipes that she found on Pinterest and she was upset that he didn't want to eat the same food as her like he wanted to eat like the meal that he ordered off of DoorDash. And she was basically telling me that like she understood why she was upset But like she still didn't like why she was upset. Like that was not like a proper reason to be upset at. (laughs) And I told her like you're acknowledging your feelings, but you're not even allowing the acknowledgement to come through the body. And how you know you're allowing it is when you're not trying to change it. And the second thing is like you get into this mentality of like, okay, I can only feel this way today. I better get over this tomorrow. And that's very toxic because you're putting timeline on your emotions, and your emotions don't have timeline. And so that's not actually you allowing it. And so make sure that when you acknowledge your emotions, you're also allowing it by not putting a timeline on that emotion, and by not masking it with positive affirmations or looking at the positive side of the situation. And this is actually one of the hardest part of processing your emotions that I have learned is because I grew up in an Asian household, like. I wasn't taught to process my emotion every time I was upset, especially being the oldest in my family. My parents were always like, why are you upset? You don't need to be upset over that. Like, that was very stupid. Like, it doesn't make sense for you to get mad over this. Like, get over it. Like, that was the narrative that I had growing up. And so I really took that with me with anything that I pursue, right? And it, it really showed up when I pursue my weight loss journey and went on this health journey in general. And that's why I want you to give yourself the permission to mess up a few times when you reach to step number two which is allowing your feelings because if you're listening to this episode it means you're learning how to process your emotions and it's not something that you're an expert in right now because of the way you grew up or just what you were taught in general especially just society right like People telling us all the time that women are soft and we're too soft and we got to toughen up. Like those things really play a role. And one of the things that made this step so much easier for me is giving myself the permission to feel this emotion for the entire day. I've done that so many times and it's so helpful. It's like if I'm mad, or if I have anxiety or if I'm feeling very disappointed about not reaching a goal. Like I'm thinking about when I couldn't run the three mile mark that I told myself I only ran like one and a half. And I was like, "Dang it! like I know I could do more. Like, oh, like I feel disappointed because I've been working on this for so freaking long. Right. I literally told myself, OK, Sam, you have the whole day to be disappointed. You are allowed to be disappointed this whole entire day. You don't have to change the way you feel today. Just let yourself be. And when I really sat with that, one of the things that I found was I stopped being disappointed a lot faster than I realized because I allowed my emotion to work through my system. Now, I'm not telling you to give yourself permission so that you can process your emotion faster. That's not the goal here. But the goal here is to give yourself permission so that the emotion can work through your body in the timely manner that it needs to. Because the more you hold off of it, the longer it will take to process it. And so when you can allow that, you'll be surprised that processing your emotion doesn't actually take that long. And you'll be like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel so much better. And like four hours later, I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot that I was disappointed at this. Like, let me try again tomorrow. Let me let me set another go of running. Right. Like it became something that I wasn't afraid of doing. And I want you to try that out for yourself as well. Another way to allow your feelings, too, is to work with your body. And that's actually why I work out a lot is because I love regulating my body and my system. And sometimes my body's telling me, hey, we have a lot of anxiety. I I acknowledge it and I allow it. Like I tell myself that today I'm just going to let myself feel the anxiety. And sometimes what helps it even more is just being like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. Okay, I'm just going to do a very quick intensity like interval training at the gym just to get my body moving so that the emotion can cycle through and it's one of the best things that I really find is so helpful when you're feeling a lot of big emotions and you feel like you don't have control on how you want to handle it like a workout does a lot for you even if it's not high intensity even if you just go outside and walk in nature like that's also very good i do that so much because it helps with the mind and it also helps with the body because it's regulating through the entire thing right so i really hope that that second step is helpful for you that's how i process it is really allowing it to flow through by giving myself permission and doing workouts based off of what my body craves for like for example you might feel like your anxiety loves it when you take a nice walk it might like it when you do interval training but you have to try it out yourself from a place of like I'm not trying to get rid of this or this is not going to make me feel better I'm just using this as a tool to manage my anxiety, my disappointment or my madness today. Now, the third step is have an action plan. And oftentimes the action plan is the first thing that you go to when you experience negative emotion because you're like, okay, what am I going to do because I feel this way? Like I need to make sure that I talk to my husband about how I feel. I got to make sure that I run longer next time I'm thinking about the three mile example that I gave you or you're, you're like next time I'm going to make sure that I eat better and I'm not going to eat like crap with fast food all week. Right. Like you have like this action plan of like, OK, this is what I'm going to do so that I don't feel like this again and that's the wrong way to go about it because you're still going to feel that feeling again, just in different scenarios. And so when I say action plan, I'm I'm mainly talking about, like, how do you want to proceed going forward based off of this circumstance? So the example that I gave you of my client where she was upset at her husband for eating a separate meal from her because she wanted to cook at home and he wanted to eat like takeout. What she did was she she sat down with her husband and she wanted to have the conversation with him that she wants to eat with him at the dinner table because she enjoys his company and she talks about how her weight loss journey is very important to her. And so she would love it if he also joins with her at the dinner table. Sometimes throughout the week, right? It doesn't have to be all the time. But she just wanted to share her feelings and how she wants to proceed of the situation going forward. And when she did that, it was from a very neutral place. Because she didn't ball up her emotion and then exploded when she had the conversation with him. She was able to have that conversation in a calm, collected manner. And she was able to think clearly of what she wanted from him and what she wanted to do going forward. And so that she can have the same meals as him, too, even if he wanted takeout. like She was willing to also have takeout as well and have some days be home cooking days. And they came up with a solution and now they eat together and sometimes it's home cooked meal and sometimes it's takeout. And she's perfectly fine with it because she was able to come to the solution from a emotional neutrality place versus a place of, oh, I'm mad, but I don't need to be upset. I should be better than this. I should be more positive about this. It's not that big of a deal. Like, imagine if you're telling yourself that and then you try to have that conversation, it will go a different route. Okay. And so the reason why the action plan is the third step is because that's when you acknowledge and allow your emotions and you're at a calm state so that you can think clearly and you can act on that plan in a place of not hustling to get rid of the feeling, but from a place of understanding like, oh, okay, this is what happened last time. This is what I'm going to do differently. And I actually did that when I was running my my um, three mile where I only got to one and a half and I was like oh like I suck like I can't do this like why am I so horrible at running <laughs> right like this whole like disappointment like narrative that I have going on and when I was able to think about my accident I'm like oh okay so the reason why like I wasn't able to get to three miles is because I didn't have breakfast. So next time I'm going to try to eat breakfast so that I have more energy. And then I also want to make sure that I pack a water bottle so that I can drink water when I'm really dehydrated. And then next time I'm not going to try to aim for three miles, but I'm just going to go for a quarter, a quarter more than before. And I'm going to work my way up. And I'm just going to keep trying and trying again. And that was a very like neutral way for me to approach the situation because I wasn't like gaslighting myself like, girl, like you're not supposed to be feeling this way. Like that was not helpful. And imagine if I did that, like, it would defeat like me wanting to try again or come up with a solution to how I want to approach this situation going forward. And so I really hope that that helps, right? Like don't jump to the action plan right away. Really acknowledge and accept your emotions and then allow them and not masking it with positive affirmations or a positive mindset, right? And use workout as a way to manage it like that's going to be your biggest thing and then from there you can come up with an action plan in a way that feels good for you and evaluate the situation and see how you can approach things differently i really hope that this podcast episode helps you out on how to process your emotions these three steps is it and it's going to be so helpful for you especially if you are afraid of negative feelings i find that going through this process i'm willing to feel it all now and of course like there are some times where my body resisted like oh we're gonna die if we feel disappointed or if we doubt ourselves but i just allow myself that hey i have a process i have a process to fall back on and i know exactly what's going to happen and i'm still going to be alive so I really hope that helps. If you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at superlysam. And don't forget to leave a podcast review because it's just going to be so helpful for others to find this podcast. And I just would love to hear your thoughts and any feedback that you have and what you would like to hear going forward. Other than that, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com and from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.